Hi and welcome to Evenings with Anne. Yesterday I reflected on the statement, love does not keep a record of wrongs. That does not mean love turns a blind eye to injustice. Far from it. Um, because the next item in the list is love does not delight in evil, but rejoices in the truth. All through the Bible, God makes it clear that those who do life his way must not sit on the sidelines when they are part of a community or a household in which they see or get involved in actions that damage and ignore another person's ability to access the essentials they need to live, strip them of their dignity, treat them with disrespect, hurt them and put them in unsafe situations and take away their liberty. Such actions are the opposite of what Jesus said are the most important things to do. Love God and love others as we love ourselves. There is a psalm that says, God blesses those people who refuse evil advice and won't follow sinners or join in sneering at God. There are examples in the Bible where God gets angry and his heart breaks when he sees people trample on the heads of the poor as upon the dust of the ground and deny justice to the oppressed. When he says, do you expect me to overlook obscene wealth you've piled up by cheating and fraud? Do you expect me to tolerate shady deals and shifty scheming? I'm tired of the violent rich bullying their way with bluffs and lies. I'm fed up. You'll pay for your sins down to your last cent. No matter how much you get, it will never be enough. Hollow stomachs, wasted souls. No matter how hard you work, you have nothing to show for it. Bankrupt lives, empty words. The stories about Jesus show that he did not sit on the sidelines and delight in evil. He energetically and passionately took action against injustice. He publicly called out corrupt and exploiting behaviour and spoke truth into those situations. He was prepared to say, that's not okay and I'm doing something about it. He not only exposed social and economic injustice, but also actions that prevented people from experiencing, encountering God's love and forgiveness and mercy. G.A. Studdett Kennedy, in his book, The Hardest Part, noted that God can do no wrong is the truest of all truth, but that does not mean that there is no wrong but that wrong is against God's will, that he hates it, that it thwarts and tortures him, that he is constantly and actively striving to overcome it and is overcoming it.
And finally, that he calls upon us, not for passive resignation, but for fierce and strenuous opposition in his name. Gary A. Haugen, author of Just Courage, says that God desires to shine light into the dark places of injustice, and he does that through us. For those who take the Bible seriously, there can be no doubt that God has given to us the work of justice in the world. Justice is not optional for Christians, he says. It is central to God's heart and thus critical for our relationship with God. It takes courage to speak the truth in the face of, of um, injustice and of evil. It needs the suffering but triumphant love of God as revealed through Christ. As a Jesus follower, I must exercise God's love, the kind that's in the list of what is love and what love is not. Where I am in my very ordinary and everyday life, I need to draw on the strength of that love every time that I see evil being done. So I don't delight in injustice and I'm not afraid to speak out and say that's not okay because I can see it's evil because I am not willing to let it keep going and we am instead willing to act against injustice and to rejoice in the truth when I hear it spoken and see it lived. You and I can take inspiration from one of Paul's prayers in which he says, I pray that out of his glorious riches, the Father God may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the saints to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ and to know that love which surpasses all knowledge that you may be filled to the fullness of the measure of God. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we could ask or imagine according to his power at work in us. To him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout generations, forever and ever. Amen. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye for now.